0: this is great okay Wow. You're all we're go we are go for going I'm glad the kids didn't find that they would have had a lot of questions
1: <laughs> why, why would they have had questions I don't know why would they have had questions do they not know that daddy drinks
2: <laughs> Sometimes do they daddy not know how to make daddy's favorite liquid. drink
3: uh, speaking of drinking what is everyone drinking
4: Coke Zero.
0: Fantastic.
2: Yeah, I'm lame with some iced tea. I've arrived. I have a Knob Creek
3: Manhattan. There we go. Somebody was going to save us.
1: So uh, last night I mixed a bunch of... So I'm drinking Everclear and gin. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> like, why why wait, would you Ever do that to yourself? <laughs> why do you? No, it, it's got flavor. It's also got okay. flavor. <laughs> why I would either, you do I, that to I, yourself? I like. I had a little bit of like a fruity infusion with Everclear, and I mixed that and like I took a sip and I'm like, oh, this is too sweet. So I mixed in some gin last night and I'm like, wow, this is really good. So I just did it again. Why would you do that to yourself? It's good, and you know, I was fine in the morning, and it was a 16 ounce glass. Everclear so, and gin. Yep. yep. Well, with like fruit and stuff in it too. It's like a it's like a tropical drink. I need a little parasol to put in it. So, so
4: you made Everclear sangria essentially.
1: Kinda, yeah. <laughs>
4: but it, in, instead of triple sec, you you added gin for the
5: right. <laughs> for the floral bouquet. That would well, be the sweetener. You needed a sour component, but instead yeah. of a
1: sour component. To counter the sweet, you just added more alcohol. <laughs> so. Great. Well, gin, gin, gin to me is bitter, right? So I, it's got the, it's got the bite to it. That's why I figured it would counter the sweet, and it did. It's delicious. <laughs>
3: nice. Okay, boys, uh, how's everyone doing this evening? Do
1: well, we, we don't, don't know drinks? what you're drinking, Rex.
3: Oh, uh, as <laughs> uh, much as water. I was, I was drinking, yes, I'm drinking water. I, That's different. Wish I was
1: tramping, though. So I, we, you figure you were on nighttime duty and just ran over here. So yes,
3: yes, it's been uh, it's been quite a day. So uh, we
1: wanted no, oh, no, we're recording. Never mind.
3: Exactly. No, no, no. It's it's all uh, like personal life, just annoyances today. So um, and then my son cannily figured out that I needed to be on the computer. So. Yes, I, I called it. <laughs> yes, so, and my wife was white. It's wiped not a hard out, call. So she's like, "I'm going to bed." I'm like, "Okay, fantastic." I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, you guys are self-starters, uh, so I wasn't too worried about what you'd be up to. Um,
2: we caught the witch.
3: Nice. <laughs>
2: we solved it.
3: I, I died. <laughs> I'm in hell right now. Right. So so clearly somebody hacked my notes.
5: Um, <laughs> oh, Rex crosses out TPK. Pretty <laughs> dumb.
1: Or he circles <laughs> it and underlines it. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> One of those two.
3: <laughs> which which speaking of TPK, um, I'm you know, as I'm messing around with Foundry, you know, the DCC module's pretty good. And I'm thinking, do I run sailors under a starless sea one more time just again
1: everybody... one more time one more time into the breach and
3: someone lives the second time around so we'll <laughs> see it's a little on the priority list
1: i tell you if i see a mound with a bunch of lizards or whatever they were chanting uh, i'm just gonna go turn and run the other way next time
3: okay nice <laughs> i'm uh, now know that you've misremembered enough of the module that uh, you yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I be, be
1: confusing it with another TPK. I thought, yeah, was it lizard? I don't know. See, I don't remember. Doesn't matter. <laughs> see, it's all fresh. This is my this is my one strength. I can rewatch movies. I can reread books. <laughs> all gone.
2: Excellent. Strength or ever clear.
1: <laughs> yes. All
3: right, boys. So shall we go back to sixteen twenty and see what we can get done?
4: Let's do it
3: not much other than die a gruesome death but sure let's see what, <laughs> what we can get be done before that well that was the real 1620s this i'm going to try to top that with my my grim dark oh uh, right 1620s. sorry a, a, so this... a
4: gruesome and and supernatural death exactly,
5: exactly.
0: <laughs> um, allegedly
5: the 1620s <laughs> do need more grim and dark so.
3: obviously historical
5: not grim dark enough
3: right uh, so we are back, going back to 1620 to Bad
6: Kruznak,
3: Uh where our intrepid group of adventurers have been toiling away under the boot heel of a fresh Spanish occupation. Uh, does anyone want to take a stab at, at Recap? It's been a, a month since we played, so I won't be surprised or upset if no one's really interested in taking a stab at it, but I'll give someone 50 reward points
1: if
2: they do it. I can take a crack at it if nobody else wants to, but I don't do it. I do it for free. All right. I can't. So (laughs) it was a very special episode. Um, (laughs) As C-Rack pointed out, it was an episode where we all decided to take a shit on an NPC. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it kind of started with uh, Caspar We went to the castle. Uh, I don't know if this is literally where it started, but uh, and then he sort of accused his mother of letting just anyone share her bed. Uh, I was like, all you guys remember from that. (laughs) It was a big moment. And then you said, oh, there's also witches. And uh, and then we left there. And then Duck decided he's going to go piss contest with some local. Was it a militia? You told him
1: guards in the castle, house guard, house guard, yeah. yeah. Well, the guy, the other guy started it, to be fair, right?
2: But you called him a bitch, and I liked that. Um, and then C Rack approached some of the other castle guard and basically verbally ninjutsu'd him into (laughs) destroying his entire worldview, uh, and then. We started uh, scoping around at night, trying to figure out what our next move was. We we decided we really fucking hate the Spanish. We all sort of lined up on that on that on that decision, and then uh, Bertholdt and Zbigniew they scouted the camp that we sort of uncovered.
0: Yeah, we we confirmed there was a cannon
1: there. That's yes yeah and it um, wasn't it wasn't the best scouting mission ever no, no, we're not, yeah, it, no. it would be like if c-rack and i scouted somewhere in real life that's
2: about <laughs> how <I was> <laughs> yeah, we determined it was a short range cannon and then uh and then uh, i don't remember were you guys did you guys actually decide to go check out the, no no you guys went back and we you went back ran into warehouse uh, the the friend of yours from the castle who also comes down to the docks who said i need help there i, I need protection right. yep. uh and then i was at uh the Hofrau house local cop bar and uh i suddenly while i was chatting up some uh local militia uh all of a sudden the mayor's son uh started uh sexually assaulting a young woman and That's the part I believe in
4: the 1620s they called it flirting,
2: (laughs) right? Right, and then uh, and Caspar he took a walk in the woods to uh, maintain employment. Nice. That's what I remember.
3: Nice. Uh, I think that is fantastic. Take your 50 reward points.
2: Oh, very nice.
3: That's half an advance, basically. So, Uh, okay, so we basically have three scenes. We left hanging uh, at the end of the last session. We left off with Hen in the Hofra House, where uh, uh, Paul Van Ballingen, who is in fact the son of the newly uh, minted mayor appointed by the Spanish, was in fact being a creep and basically taunting everyone that, um, you know, what are you going to do? Do you know who I am? You know, you know, almost like a young Mario Cuomo. Um, <laughs>
0: nice.
2: <laughs> Topical.
0: Pick, pick your Cuomo. <laughs> okay. really? Rex, you're showing your age with a Mario. Yes. Yeah.
3: So, uh, and, and I think that that's the last time I'll hit that button tonight, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, or, uh, and we have the safe house, and Kyle, you decided that's where Brigida probably was going to be. Is that correct?
5: Yeah, it probably makes the most sense. Yeah,
3: and at the safe house, y'all had just been uh, handed over custody of Piet van der who is a professor who works at the college and is afraid that he's going to be killed. And you guys don't really know why he's afraid of that yet. Uh, and then, of course, Caspar uh, is taking a moonlit walk through the woods in 1620s supernatural, grim dark. You know what could possibly happen under that circumstance?
1: <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh,
3: uh,
1: hey. So, would
3: we start a session of Zweihander, We're supposed to do a couple things. One thing is everyone can make an initiative roll. And that's going to kind of set our initiative order just for the rest of the session, that way we'll have to stop and do it uh, at the appropriate time. So, duty six. no, it is a D 10 and on your character sheet. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, three plus
1: PB. We added yeah, three plus. plus PB.
3: Three plus PB. So if you look under talents and trappings. On your character sheet, there's a middle thing called initiative, and it gives you the number. You know, you have to manually do this. There's no button to click to roll initiative because this isn't Foundry. So, <laughs>
1: Although we learned today that Foundry doesn't do cards. So, you know, Foundry's not Yeah, perfect. we
3: are going to have to work on that.
5: Yeah. So. so what doesn't are we actually rolling? Just 1D10?
1: You're rolling 1D10. And, and then
3: click adding... on your... Yeah. Oh, adding the initiative it number, adds, the 3 plus... plus right. Okay. right, so for you, it's uh, 1d10 plus 8. I'm a 12, right? Bertolt okay. is a 12.
4: Kaspar is a 13.
3: Okay,
2: Bertolt is... Oh, I forgot to do the fancy part of adding it built in, so I'm a 15. Nice.
3: And that's another 13 for Brigida. And I don't see a C-Rack yet. He's coming. Just want to see what everybody else rolled first.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I guess he did. Because he goes to the bottom of the order. Look at that. Okay. Uh, and then as a reminder...
0: I think Art is worse. Oh, he didn't, he didn't add anything. Yeah, I didn't do the right. fancy part.
3: <laughs> yes. Um... On the very bottom of that crudely drawn city map, uh, there's a cloverleaf symbol. Uh, that's your starting uh, – I should change that. Oh, it should be six since we've covered here. Those are your fortune points, and as a reminder, fortune points can be spent to re-roll a die roll you've just made unless your die roll was a critical failure. Uh, which means it was higher than the number you needed to get and doubled. Uh, you can also spend a fortune point to, if you're doing something involving a fury dice, which normally means you're in combat, um, you can spend a fortune point to make your fury dice uh, 6, which means it explodes and lets you roll another one. Uh, and then the final thing you can do is you can spend a fortune point to get an extra action point when we're in, uh, basically in combat. I'm not sure if there's any other point where you use action points. Uh, so those are the three things you could use your fortune points for. The one thing to remember is when you use them, they then come over to me as misfortune points and NPCs can basically use them for the same three things. And that is that, uh, any mechanisms, questions, reminders? Uh, before we start the role-playing thing.
2: I think I'm all okay. set. Okay.
3: Anybody chomping in a bit to have their scene go first?
2: I could go either way if it's easier or if somebody else wants to jump in. I'm
3: going to try to do some hard cuts here so that nobody's sitting for too long without doing anything. Um, although with three different things going on, it could be a little bit of a challenge.
5: I'll be playing catch up anyway. So it's good. It's good for me to just hear other, hear the stories coming together. So, Uh, so
3: let's, let's see what Hen's reaction is. He's on the opera house and there's Paul von Bollingen who is now, you know, standing kind of just sneering at everyone in there. Uh, You know, the young woman, with her bodice, you know, ripped open you know, kind of rushed off and, uh, you know, someone is, is providing aid to her or at least some kind of comfort. And he's just kind of looking around, like, is anybody going to do anything? And do and, and you notice that a, what you're getting a lot of is like people kind of look disgusted with him, but then they're looking down in their drinks or they're getting really interested in the carvings on the table or, you know, picking their nails. So it seems like nobody's really interested in, uh, in fact, challenging him at this point in time. And you can see that the, the you know, person that runs the establishment you know, is kind of scowling at him, but he's not made any moves to tell him he's got to leave or anything of that nature. So you're going to do anything at this point?
2: All right. Uh, one quick question. While all this is going on, did he have a drink on the bar?
3: He was at a table over near the you know, the, the classic, you know, there's a, there's a fireplace. Um, it wasn't really a table. It was kind of like some seats over uh, around the hearth and maybe like a low table that people could put their drinks on. So apparently he was over there with this female and decided to, to push the situation. And uh, then this reaction took place. He's kind of standing over by the fireplace just surveying the place. Uh what what I, anyone anyone i guess that's is what he
2: is he paying attention to his drink
3: um uh, Yeah. <clears throat> not not particular but he is basically looking to see if anyone there's going to challenge him
2: can i slip Did some wolf spain in his drink
3: that's gonna probably involve some die rolling um you could, you could certainly have oh, the intention no, of doing that. No, no, yeah, no. You're not. the one rolling that's, the dice. That's true.
2: <laughs> exactly. I, I, I was... will
3: let you give your 50 reward points to someone else if you want them to roll for you.
2: So, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I own my own failures. Okay. I,
3: I will say before you decide to commit to this course of action um, that... Uh, you're noticing that he appears to have two um, swords, for lack of a better term. W- one of them appears longer than the other. Uh, the one that's shorter, uh, the way the handle and the handguard is fashioned, you're, you're pretty sure it's one of those things they call a man gauche, which is a short – it's really a defensive it's a uh,
4: parrying sword, a parrying par-
3: dagger. Par- yeah, basically, it's a par- exactly a parrying dagger. Um, the longer one looks to be a, a thin sword. Um, y- y- you would probably think it was a rapier, but you would technically be wrong.
2: So. <laughs> All right. Um, but, it,
3: but think rapier, and you got a pretty good idea of what you're looking at.
2: Okay. And just to double check, the general tone of the bar, they were not pleased with what he just did, right?
3: Just no, to no. make sure.
2: Okay. No, but uh, basically
3: nobody wants to cross him because he's rich. And this place is pretty much burger and a mix of burger and some lower class. Um, so they're not going to cross him because he's rich. And Oh, by the way, he just kind of pointed, uh, his dad just got appointed to be the new mayor by the Spanish, which everyone assumes means he's got pull with the Spanish as well. So Mm. the guys you were sitting with, if you remember, you were sitting with um, two guys who, who took the oath and joined basically the Spanish army. uh, And then one guy who, who just said he wasn't going to do that. And so now basically he, he doesn't, they're all ex militia, you know, two guys have basically been drafted in the Spanish army. The other guy refused to join, but now he doesn't have a job. So. Right. uh, And they're definitely looking at him and you hear a little bit of muttering, you know, under their breath, but they're not going to cross him. At least at this point, they're not.
2: Actually, you know what? I'll, uh, instead of trying to slip something into his drink, I'll, uh, the, the guys around the table seemed to believe me when I told them the Spanish were the ones that gave me the brand on my forehead.
3: Mm-hmm, they sure um,
2: did. So what I'm going to say is, I'm going to sort of sort of jerking my thumb over, like, you know, this asshole, when the girl turned him down last night, he handed her over to the Spanish for two silver.
3: <laughs> and they're... Uh, that's so good, I almost don't want to make you roll for it. I'll make you roll for <laughs> it.
2: Yeah. Tell me what you want and fail, and I'll do it.
3: I, I just want to see some doubles, so um, so let's do this. I'm gonna say that's guile, uh, okay, yeah, it's gonna be a guile roll, uh, but I'm gonna say it's an easy guile roll because number one, these guys are drinking, and number two, you know, you're kind of telling them what they want to hear, um. So, you, you know, you've got a good audience for this particular version, so roll that sucker up,
2: okay? So, click on easy, then click guile. All right, yep, perfect. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> use a, a fortune point and reroll.
1: Oh, go right ahead, screwing us all.
2: Hell yeah, uh, yeah. all the same thing, or do I, probably, I change probably anything?
1: Come back to us in a different scene. Yeah, it's a, it's a straight reroll.
2: So, all right, here we go.
1: Oh, look at
3: that.
2: There you go. There he's
3: in. All right. Good job. Um, so it, you know, like kind of, a, as you first say it, they kind of look at you like, really? Like maybe they're not buying it. So, so how do you kind of double down and really sell the story to them?
2: Uh, let me think for a second. So the first thing I do is I say, yeah, at first I start counting the story. Um you know, embellishing some details. Like, you know, I was at this other inn and uh seems like any time the girls don't take a liking to his, you know, Spanish-loving, ugly fucking face, he just hands him over to become spoils of war for the uh, f- fucking filthy Spaniards that, you know, shoved brands onto my forehead. Uh, so I'm sort of doing a bunch of... in. Dignant behavior, not so much because of the girls, but because, you know, this guy's in bed with the Spanish. And yeah, I mean it's and I hate the Spanish. And also it's kind of shitty, but it's mostly try to I'm trying not to emphasize the girls too much to seem like I'm still being selfish and hoping that lends some credibility to it. And then uh and then I sort of yell out without trying to, you know, stare him dead in the eye. You know, I'm sort of looking the wrong direction, but I yell out, "Uh, is this what happened last night when you handed her over to the Spanish? And then uh, sort of quickly take a sip of my drink.
3: And uh, I'm going to think about his reaction. So we'll cut over to... um, Let's cut over to the woods. Casper, how are things going out there? In fact, let's even...
7: this
4: yeah you were going for a walk right yeah yeah the woods the woods are quiet
1: oh nice Ooh. uh-oh he's prepped for you jesse they aren't so- <laughs> don't get, you're not don't gonna get- stay quiet <laughs> <laughs>
5: you can't set the narrative
1: <laughs> <laughs> i set the narrative yes and then there's a nuclear explosion <clears throat>
0: that sinister structure there.
4: caspar their- has uh walked these woods thousands and thousands of times and uh, thousands of times thousands of times can <laughs> <laughs> you move
1: through a tree
4: not yet okay but um okay. he he kind of lets his his mind wander a little as as he you know travels the the you know trail the game trails he knows um
3: so you and, definitely uh, go ahead yeah. finish up he he's he's
4: thinking about how rude he was to his mother and um asking for f- forgiveness uh under his breath
3: so you uh last session as you ended, you said you wanted to one of the things you want to do is you know try to convince the spanish to leave some game behind for you know, the baron when he was able to return to the hunt. Um, So you're definitely seeing as you move from, you know, forested areas, you know, through more open area to forested area, you definitely see signs where the Spanish army had, had made camps um, in their march into you know the city now. They're pretty much directly outside the city walls, and or some of them actually have even moved in and are quartered in the city now. So you know these have all been abandoned, even though they're not that far uh, away from the city itself. So so far you've not run into anybody. Are you looking for anything in particular, or are you just? You know,
7: not not in
4: particular, just just sort of seeing, you know, if if if, you know, they're if, you know, rabbits are still running out of bushes or if it's quiet. I don't want it to be too quiet.
3: <laughs> well, you know, what you want, what happens. Uh, this could be a learning moment for Casper that life does not always give you what you want. It's <laughs> kind of quiet. Uh, let's look and see what the right. Uh give me an awareness role standard. Sure
6: thing. Oof. Nope. Okay.
3: Um so you can you're you're making your way uh You've come out of another wooded area, and uh, you're in another area where clearly was, there was an encampment. And it just – the area seems to be even more uh, – what way to describe it? The earlier you know, encampment areas that you had gone through, like you could almost kind of see – Uh, like an order to them like you could kind of tell that you know like tents were laid out in a particular manner and the campfires were were um, you know almost lined up in a certain way and
4: they were orderly uh,
3: orderly yes and and this latest encampment just like there's a bunch of stuff that's been left behind most of it appears to be you know nothing really of value but there's just you know refuse there's like human waste you know it just the the you know grounds were trampled more it's just really um very unkept whoever whoever stayed in this camp didn't have a lot of discipline um, like does Caspar i
6: think it might be poachers
3: Um, well, anybody who goes into these forests and takes game technically is poaching against the Baron, but um, still seems like a military encampment. But the next patch of, of forest you hit, uh, w- number one, you can tell because like, there's also like leftover, you know, bits of of game, you know, that were slaughtered and you know, like the they didn't really. Carefully dispose of uh, everything when they gutted it, and um, seemed just very wasteful. Like they probably took a lot more game than they really needed to to uh, feed themselves. Uh, and the next forest is kind of up on a rise, and it looks like they've they've hacked a path through the forest that's a little bit off of one of the game trails, and it goes up to. Small hilltop, basically. You're going to go up the path?
6: Yeah. Okay. Um, let's
3: just take a look at this sheet real quick. Give me another awareness roll.
6: Uh, Standard.
3: This is going to be challenging it <laughs> Doesn't matter. Whoa. Wow. No. Well Perfect done. 100. Critical failure. Okay.
5: So you don't see the ancient red dragon.
3: No, <laughs> you really don't. Nor the 800 pound stuff bear gorilla thing. Yeah. Okay. I
0: did say somebody's going to die.
3: I said there was a good chance someone was going to die. <laughs> I, mean, you know, I guarantee, I guarantee it. How, I was a guarantee yeah, it. It's a one out of 100 chance. Yes. <laughs> I was always assuming it was going to be him, but now Casper's pushing <laughs> ahead. So let me stew on that for a minute, uh, some cracks back, and let's pop over to the safe house. So, uh, Gita, you're there with... Uh, told and maybe she, she just weekend. spent
5: last session tidying up the the uh not to you know assume gendered roles or anything, but maybe <laughs> the, the last session she just tidied up the safe house while everyone sure. else was out of venturing. sure,
3: or she did some super secret stuff that no one knows about yet
5: uh, that's also, also a, that's also a possibility
3: yep uh, so again uh y'all have been left with Piet van depol he's a Dutchman, so his um language is a little different, but he's because he teaches here in um the Palatinate he's his German is acceptable, but the accent's a little bit off putting um and again, he seems quite frightened about his lot in life um and he had made some passing allusions that that the uh, you know the the soldiers at the college and that woman with him you know that so he thought they wanted to kill him. So there you guys are. There y'all are.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I feel and... like this house is uh, a lot less safe than it used to be.
1: Does, and many, has ever mouth met mouth this mouth. professor before? I, I wouldn't imagine we'd go in the same circles, right? No, no. Um. And he thinks, so, uh, and who, how did he know to come here? How did the professor know to come here again? Uh, uh, your friend,
3: Marcus right. Webars, the union boss turned city councilman, right, um, brought him to you because he felt like you might be a, he felt like the docks might be the best place to hide him and right. you would be the best person to do that. And is
1: Marcus still there?
3: Uh, he basically has left. Okay. I, I mean, if you want him to be there to have some
1: additional—no, I'm just just trying to trying to figure out how Bertolt would respond to this. Yeah, and and the professor, like, did he talk or did Marcus talk uh, to kind of? I, I get the sense the professor was saying this woman wanted to kill me, blah blah blah. No, it was
3: the actual professor. Marcus basically said, just... you know, here's this guy. He's a professor. Um, he's in trouble, you know. Could you, you know, yeah? Well, could you save yeah, him so, from the yeah. Spanish? Basically,
1: yeah. Bertolt Bertolt's not a, you know, if he tries to be, um, it, you know, his emotions are written on his face. So he's gonna look at this guy like this guy's a professor. So he's immediately like, mm, yeah, mm, not really. Not really my kind of guy, but you know maybe strange bedfellows and strange times and all that. Whatever, mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Uh, but he's he's gonna kind of give him that like one eyebrow raised look, uh, and the witch thing had him interested, and he's kind of watching the big new out of the corner of his eye mm-hmm. to see like how he's reacting. But he'll say, yeah, uh, yeah we we ran into we ran into uh, someone that sounds like that. Uh, why don't you uh, give us tell us exactly why you think she's trying to kill you?
3: Well, she, she and that that madman that leads that group of of cutthroats, those brigands, they were they were scouring the college. They they killed my colleague, Professor Menfringen. Doctor Rosen. -Rosen. (laughs)
0: A, a, a grade dispute.
1: <laughs> so, so no, they were. They
3: were. They were searching for something. Uh...
0: Yes, yes, I knew it. I knew they're searching for something. What? <laughs> what are they searching for?
3: He looks. Uh, he appears reticent now. Uh...
1: Bertolt. Bertolt kind of leans back and looks at Zabignu like, "Come on, dude, just relax a little." I take none of these cues. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much exactly like how we are in real life. <laughs> I'm
0: taking I no cues, saw, I saw them do it. I saw them hanging out the window. I saw them demanding something. Yes,
3: yes. I was hiding. I heard his screams.
1: They're I, I don't admit that I was hiding too. <laughs> when, when was above the table? When was this? Do, was Bert told? This was the very
0: first time. I I I went over to the. Uh, college uh uh-huh. just looking for some work and I found the witch oh. there. And the whole the whole uh the whole mercenary band. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was just looking for for vulnerable people to protect. And I seem <laughs> to have found right. one. Yeah, I, I found one. Uh but And you, you failed know, it was a little them. too well I
1: mean <laughs> it's
0: far away. It was like, you know okay. I didn't have my right. asses, uh,
1: And sometime. so in in the witch uh like this uh sorry alleged witch um (laughs) came in here and 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 what and i'm looking at both of you now and we're back we're back in so and what exactly happened with this you know what did what 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 happened when she came in and her and what is this band uh, now i need to go above table for a second so
3: uh, when you say when he's asking what is this band are you talking about the mercenaries
1: yeah like did i did i see the mercenary? were they with her when we met her yeah that's who we fought okay yeah All the right. guys
3: you guys fought that came from out of the alleyway were the mercenaries okay so so, the- so Bertolt would have a
1: good chance of knowing what what he meant by band of dudes
3: yeah, okay. band of brigands, I think, is what he specifically called. Yeah, it.
1: no, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, those, those are the ones who were trying.
0: I, I to translated it to while, "while you were being shot at by your cousin,
1: right, your right. nephew." <laughs> <The> "Quote unquote," <laughs> air quote, accidentally. Uh, right. I've never slept with your mother, Casper. <laughs> you don't have to shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one. Although I would if I could, but yeah. um,
3: well, I was waiting for that.
1: <laughs> Uh, okay. So, uh, like, and so now I'm um, now Bertolt's looking at both big new and her professor and like, okay, so, uh, she's looking for something. Let's see if we can figure out. So professor, what, like, what do you think, what's at the university, uh, that may be of interest to someone, uh, of the occult persuasion, you know, and Bertolt wouldn't like use any of those big words, like a witchy woman. Uh he's now cutting looks
3: um and what's Brigida doing while this conversation's going on? Uh
5: probably watching quietly unobtrusively you know maybe okay. uh, it, she's probably used to not being noticed just being a woman you know so she's probably just milling around you know doing That's hilarious yeah it's doing actually- uh
0: <laughs> which is actually what's happening here yeah. <laughs> I, I don't um, know. I don't know whether to keep not noticing or to start immediately suspecting her of being. <laughs> <a baby. laughs> the fact that she hasn't well, brought you
2: drinks is kind of uh, shit.
3: Uh, <laughs> man. Oh goodness! This is so awesome. My my terrible mood is just leaking away.
1: <laughs> um, it's good. I'm enjoying this.
3: So. Uh he, he's the professor's looking kind of around at the three of you, and you can definitely tell that um that he, he wants to tell you on one hand,
1: but he's
3: unsure. So, you know, maybe someone maybe someone made him feel better in some form
1: maybe Bertolt, Bertolt maybe uh it feels like I might need to roll to pick up on this, but if if it's so obvious, maybe he says, Hey, uh, hey, um, uh Zabignu and Brigitte or Brigitte is that what's your name? Brigida Brigitte. Brigitte. Yeah. Um, give the professor and I a minute of course I, okay. I wanna I wanna just uh I wanna ask him something uh, a little sensitive okay uh... I,
3: do, do you move him away from the conversation? Yeah, I would, you... I would I would
1: because I know the big news gonna be a hard like he's gonna want to stay in this. I'm like I give him a wink like I'm gonna tell you later, dude. Just just chill. <laughs> okay. I you know I feel and like... Not, like the wink is probably noticeable by the professor, but it you know, it, it is what it is. He's not a smooth operator, but he's trying to do the best he can. Okay. I,
0: I kind of so, feel like like Berthold's gonna pass this through a filter, though.
1: <laughs> so I, God forbid. I don't want it. I don't know. It's I, called I, the sanity filter. Is a big new and Berthold.
3: I equals mainstream media. Is that what you're saying? I I, I I. <laughs> I, I
0: it's not getting I the full tin foil hat long version. Time. I hesitate so long that Bertold knows that I'm really mulling this over.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but this is why I'm not I'm not waiting for you to leave. I'm pulling the professor away from.
0: Oh, me. oh! I, I I know
1: you well enough to know like I have to I have to like, and and I'm kind of giving you a wink and then I I'm pout. I like pout. I
0: pout while you do this.
1: Yeah, and I and I can it's handle a stern it. Pout. It's a big. I pout. can handle it. I'm taking
0: it on. I'm accepting it. I'll remember this later. It's fine.
3: It's fine so Bertolt describe how you physically maneuver the
1: professor away from the others. Um, and Bertolt, I think Bertolt is probably self-aware enough to know like that he's a big guy and intimidating. So, Mm -hmm. um, he'll probably like come up to the professor and like stand, not like, almost between him and Brigitte and Zbigniew and like kind of ha- open his arm to maybe like, there's a corner of the warehouse that's a little more isolated. Like, you know, please after you. And he's mm-hmm. not actually going to touch the professor, okay. uh, but he is going to get close. Um, not like I'm threatening you kind of close, but enough that like the, the professor knows like, yeah, this is a big fucking dude. And he's going to have like this kind of, you know, He's trying to make it like a reassuring smile, but I'm guessing it's not. It's coming across as like a scary smile. Um, I can picture this perfectly in my mind. Like he's, like, and the professor, you know, he's, I, I don't know exactly. Like I can picture how he might react. But right.
3: Yeah, so but, here's what we're gonna do. This is gonna sound counterintuitive. I yes. actually want you to make a charm roll. No, challenging.
1: I think it uh I think it makes sense. Uh charm is under intelligence. Fellowship, yeah. Fellowship. Okay. Charm, let me oh well I gotta set it to challenging.
3: Too challenging.
1: Okay, this is not gonna be good. Let's see. Fellowship. Use all the rerolls. Yeah. Uh yeah, this is gonna be kinda tough. Let's see what happens. Uh Wow. Okay. I would have oh, made sick. it if you hadn't set it to challenging
7: yeah yeah uh, uh,
1: okay. and what are my options on the? I can just straight reroll it. you can straight reroll it okay uh, no, I mean when it's a thirty two it doesn't I don't think it makes sense to try and reroll no. it. yeah,
3: so as hard as you try, um, like when you kind of step up and and you know, have that smile and you, you you like move your arm to gesture like over here. Uh-huh. He like just actually Cringed. like it. Not even he, it's more than cringes. He actually like jumps a little bit. Like somehow you were going to hit him, um, and is is visibly like just trembling. And he's going along with you. He's going to go over there. Yeah. But, um. You know. And,
1: and, and when he when he when he jumps, you. <laughs> when he jumps, uh, I'm going to take like half a step back, and kind of like you know I'm going to hunch my shoulders. And like you know like because he's he he actually i think is a little bit like i'm not like listen dude i'm not you know he's he feels like uh like i don't want to i'm you know sometimes he tries to get this reaction he's really not trying to and he's just kind of sad he can't turn it off so he's gonna be like like, you know like hands up like it's okay it's okay like you know like like you might go to like a frightened little rabbit
5: i mean brigida would even like try and Bring him a drink or something, you know, knowing that, that we're trying to make him comfortable. Like, but I don't know what what we have in the way of any sort of you know, suppl- supplies or yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> it seems like no stash like It seems like uh, there would be some sort of secret stash or something. I don't know. But, like Bertolt might know about. It. I don't know. Bert- Not
5: Bertolt that Brigida is any more charming than Bertolt is, but
1: threatening. <laughs> <laughs>
5: True.
3: You guys, you guys have uh, like basic stuff available to you.
1: You know, like I'm sure yeah. you've got some kind of ale or something. Wine, at least,
5: uh, there's probably wine everywhere. Right. So,
1: right. so are you, is uh, Brigida going to try and like? I don't think Bertolt would think of this on his own.
5: No, no I mean she, she would see that he's hesitant and uncomfortable, uh-huh. and so would would just try and naturally make him more comfortable. And so that would the you know the first thing that would come to her mind would
1: be oh offer him some wine.
5: <laughs> okay, that makes does everybody comfortable.
1: Is, does, she, does she go and get some, or what is she? Do?
5: Yeah, yeah, so I, I think I think when when she sees him, Bertolt kind of uh, trying to draw him away, she comes over with a glass, like maybe two glasses of wine. She gives one to each of you, and kind of okay. gestures, you know, go talk. And his hands
3: shaking like you're you know did you did you fill it all the way up or did you do the actual (laughs) official
5: teetering don't spill a drop no she you know she fills it you know halfway a couple of of rough goblets or whatever halfway up
3: because it was a stiff pour it was going to be running down his hand so (laughs) um so he's he's drinking the wine he's kind of darting uh so you've gotten him away from uh it's a big new, but not away from Brigida. Do you want to try
1: to talk to him in this
3: circumstance?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean,
5: I, she, she'll retreat too. She'll like, she'll hand in the wine and gesture, you know, like go talk, and then she'll kind of step back.
1: Kind of I, like, I, actually, Bertolt's going to look at her like stay, like yeah. You know, and, the, and then she just, will
5: hesitate and then yeah, stay.
1: Just yeah, maybe maybe this will help. Okay. Uh, he's to, got he's got a, he's got a hunch, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with it.
3: Okay. Roll away. What? What? What's the question for him?
1: Uh, so, uh, and he'll kind of try and talk in his soft voice. He's like, so, you know, uh, you know, it's we're we're here. You know, you you've been vouched for by Marcus, Professor Marcus. Marcus is one of my dearest and best friends. So that makes you you're okay. I you know when and people inside my circle, I protect them. You're safe here. Uh, we've encountered this woman, and it was. And and he's gonna kind of like his 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 vote his voice is gonna catch, uh, and, and he's not acting right. He's like, and it was, you know, it was horrible. Okay. And so we want like, and and then the things that happened that you know yesterday were, and he's just shaking his head. He's like, he can't speak. So, and so after a minute he'll go. So I want to know everything I can about this woman and these fuckers who are destroying my town, who killed the orphans where I grew up in cold blood and anything you can do to help us. Remember you're with me. I'm not going to hurt you. You're inside. You're on my team. And I want you to, I want you to be on my team. I want you to help me figure out how we can get this woman. Cause I think she's tied to what these fucking Spaniards are doing and we're going to get them all. I, and there's a little bit of ferocity leaking out. Yes. I don't know. She's,
3: I don't understand. She's not an intellectual. Uh, she doesn't appear to be learned in any way. So I don't understand. I mean, if she were, if she were a mathematician or an astronomer, then this would make sense. But she, I don't okay. know. It's okay. It's okay. To-
1: uh, is, is, has he drunk any of his wine? He's had some of his wine. Yeah. I'm going to take a glass. I'll, I'll ask Brigitte, like kind of motion for a glass. And I'm like, have a drink.
5: Oh, I already gave, I already gave one to you.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm going to like, I'll, I'll take a big, big slug of it, like drink half of it. And I'll be like, okay, listen, maybe we don't understand what's going on. Maybe even, you know, as smart as I'm sure you are, maybe this woman breaks your mind things, right? Maybe you're not used to this kind of stuff. Mind grapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to act like Bertol, right? I don't want to use big words, um, right. uh but just so you're you're thinking, just tell me what are you thinking? We've got all I like. Put it out there, and you know, it might I help. Don't
3: I don't know what she wants with it. What she what,
1: would what do is with
3: it? it? What what is what is it? He's looking again at you with some you know again like he wants to tell you and then he wants to not tell you like he's not sure if he should tell you um whatever this it is it's clearly the thing that he thinks is the centerpiece of of her interest so
1: okay anything you tell me professor i swear i swear to uh total secrecy within this circle so he I think we are aligned by a common purpose I am loyal to this town. Your university is a part of this town. It is part of me. So he says, no, it's, I mean, it's, let
3: me just show you. And he opens his satchel and Mm -hmm. he reaches in and he pulls out um, basically a rock. Um, It's going to be He's holding it in one hand. It's bigger than his hand, um, but at first glance, it just appears to be a rock. Um, but you and Brigida then both notice that as he holds the rock, you see um, almost like there's veins in the rock, and the veins are growing, glowing green. Uh, And each of you take three corruption.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Warpstone. (laughs) Not me. That's right. You're welcome. There you You go. uh, Okay, I put a three in the corruption place. Okay.
3: Let's jump over to Hen. So, um, Hen, you are, you know, taking your sip after kind of throwing your little taunt out there. And uh, I'm assuming... You were hoping to get a reaction with that. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, I was hoping to get a reaction. I don't care so much about the mayor's son. Obviously, he'll probably react somehow, but I was hoping to get a reaction from the crowd and then specifically the three militia that I'm drinking with.
3: So uh, the first reaction, that I mean, you can see their eyes like, whoa, Um, the guys you're with, but then you hear Paul Ben Belgen's voice kind of boom who said that stand now dare to say it again please my steel is thirsty and he starts walking through the room and like coming up to tables and kind of like just just classic bully uh you know like kind of like you know like you know flicking somebody's hat off their head was it you did you say that? You know, turning on, you know, somebody else at another table. Uh, would you have the guts to say something like that? And he's making his way towards you. Uh, and it's, you, you don't necessarily get the sense that he's like, uh, you know, hardcore, seriously, I, I must find the person who said this. He's just now, this is just another way for him to taunt people and, and it's showboating. absolutely showboating, bullying. Um, And if the person who actually said it, like, you know, if he pushes their buttons to get them to actually react, then that's going to be a win for him. But but if not, then he just gets to terrorize these people and uh, do that. So how's how's Hen reacting now that you realize that's what he's doing?
2: Hen is not you know hen takes a sip of his drink uh so really quickly is you know does he come to our table and keep the bowling up and then keep going or is he still on his way toward he's not us not come to
3: your table yet he's making his way okay oh God, i wanted to see what your reactions were uh ahead of that um
2: oh i see missing. yeah yes yeah. so yeah so i just sort of whisper to the three guys i'm at the table with like uh
3: I'm going to make you do something first.
2: Okay. Before,
3: yeah. before you do that, I want you to make a resolve test. Sure. Right, so this is, uh, it's a stress test. So what that means is you take a resolve test that's easy. And depending on how you roll, because we haven't done resolve tests in a while. If you don't do well, then it moves you down the peril track. Uh, Ah, right, right. Just like the the mental damage track. Gotta gotta take advantage of all this stuff.
2: Okay, so it's an easy... Resolve. All right, now, apologies, is Resolve actually a button I click, or do I just... It's a skill. It's a skill, let me see if I can find it real quick. There we go, okay, an easy Resolve test. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to use a fortune point. Why are you spending all of our fortune points?
0: Because he's by himself over there. Yeah. When well, the rest of us take the misfortune, he's far away. Hey.
6: Natural one hundred. Go <laughs> over
2: here. The urine starts to make its way up, and then I clamp it. Right.
3: Okay. So, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so these guys are looking a, a little uncomfortable. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. and see what
2: you're going to say to him. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So I keep my shit together, and I sort of, sort of cock my head in a little nod towards the guy as he's boasting around the bar, and I sort of shake my head a little bit, and I whisper, and uh, I, I whisper to them like, the you know, I don't think he realizes. Uh, what do I say? Uh, basically, I'm trying to say something like I don't think he realizes the that his his strength is an illusion here. you know it's you know the only thing keeping us scared of him is we're choosing to be scared of him.
3: Uh, I'm definitely gonna make you roll for that all right so, uh, that is gonna be a let's uh, like tell shit. I'm going to say that that is, since you're not asking them to do anything, I'm going to say that it is uh, a charm and it's going to be a challenging charm in the sense that you're, if I get this, you're trying to convince them that basically he's a pussy and they don't need to be afraid of him.
2: Yeah. Especially when there's 60 of us and, only one douchebag.
3: Yeah. Okay. What up?
2: All right, and uh, so, sorry, you said uh, which one? Charm. Got it. Okay, and a challenging charm. Here you go.
3: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, so close. And yeah. I not made it challenging. We had these guys. So. Uh, The read you're getting on them, the the two guys that have signed up for the Spanish army, um, you, you get the sense that they they know you're right. They want they want to do the right thing. They want to, but but they can't. This because this guy he's an aristocrat and they're not, and that's what the way the world works and you know his dad's got pulled to spanish and they're in the spanish army now and so uh you know i mean this could get really bad for them if they did something so you know the the spanish army they don't mess around they can kill people kill their own people pretty regularly if they break any rules so they're just not buying he's getting closer to your table how are you going to play it when he arrives
2: Uh. Out of curiosity, once he goes past our table, does he have much of the bar left to circumvent?
3: No, you guys are kind of in the. Uh, if you remember, you were they were over in kind of the corner area, so there's not too much bar left. Um, you almost get the sense maybe that he was making his path where he was going to end
2: with you guys. So. Mm, okay. Um, All right. So I've failed at convincing these guys to stand up in any way. Uh, Yeah. Okay. What about the, how does the guy who didn't join the Spanish? Is it more just, you know, aristocracy is the way it is. And I'm not in a position to buck that.
3: He actually seems closer to, to being on board. Like he's kind of looking over at the two guys who joined like, yeah, you know, I get it, but he's definitely got some anger in his eyes um you know you've not asked him to do anything yet but you you get the sense that he's closer to uh essentially you know, getting pushed over the edge to doing something
2: okay um but this guy's getting close so i probably can't keep whispering to him uh probably not probably not okay so then uh yeah, so I, this is probably going to go badly. I stand up. <laughs> I appreciate the kidding.
3: laughter. Well, A, I'm laughing at myself because I'm actually walking with my headset on. Oh, I'm being him. I'm like doing the walking <laughs> up and I'm now coming to the table and, and I'm thinking of you standing up and and having an ace moment and like. spilling everyone's drinks or something like that. So anyways, uh, okay. So you stand up and he kind of stops and, and looks at you going somewhere citizen.
2: And I look at him and, uh, I say, yeah, getting a refill. And I walk past him and go to the bar.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, he, uh, he kind of lets you go, and uh, he steps up to the table. You can kind of hear him saying, "Ah, I see we have two uh, two valiant defenders of the town who've realized the glory that awaits them in the Spanish army." How was your enlistment? So and again, there's kind of a like. Uh, well, this guy's a pop collar douchebag, right? So yeah. even when he he's trying, yeah, even when he's trying to have like positive social interactions with people, he's just such a douchebag that even those conversations come across as like sneering, dismissive. Uh, like he does not really care about the fact that they've joined the Spanish army. Probably thinks a little bit less of them in some ways for doing it. But he's over there. You know quote-unquote talking with them uh what are you doing
2: uh can i drop three doses of fulksbane in his drink unnoticed is he distracted enough
3: um well i think you could roll some dice to see whether you do that i think that sounds like you're trying to be stealthy, doesn't it
2: i am yes
3: yeah I, i think stealth is absolutely the uh the thing to roll and i'm gonna say under the circumstances that it is standard. Because he is distracted. He is... And he's taking the temperature of the room. Doesn't perceive... I think it would be fair for him to not perceive anybody as standing up to him at this point in time.
2: Okay. I'm going to reroll that. Wait, do we have <laughs> points left? Oh, Christ.
6: Dude, what did you Crazy. roll? dude.
0: All right. If you're art, gonna die, can you die without using up all the rest of our? Fucking yeah. People? Can you die without taking us with you? Yeah.
2: Actually, you know what? You're yeah. Not even here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let that stand and see what happens.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not a critical failure. It's, uh, it's just, just an right embarrassing failure. Maximum procession is three, right? Next.
3: It's just. It's just. It's just art. Um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's patrick i mean art
3: it's... yeah so just describe how you fail to surreptitiously pour this in his drink
2: <laughs> okay so I, I didn't critically fail i just failed right C- correct okay
3: Which, and in the key was surreptitiously so yeah explain to me how he realizes that you're pouring something in his drink.
2: Uh, <laughs> let me see. I was going <laughs> to
5: just adding gin to his Everclear. That's all you're doing.
2: So, okay. So he's going to catch me. Um, when I'm sort of trying to pour it behind my back into his glass, I bang into his table and almost knock the glass off. Okay. Does that work? Sure. So, um,
3: and so you bang in the table and the glass almost, was. I'm, I'm actually imagining like that you you grab quickly to stop his goblet from like tipping over. So you're now looking down at the table. And when you look back up, he's turned and he's staring at you. And uh, the only way I could describe it is he has a wolfish smile. Uh, and let's cut up to that hilltop.
4: Uh, the one I critically you. failed to notice
3: anything on top of? Yes. So, give me a favor, Casper. Could you, without knowing why, just roll me a D10? Absolutely. That
5: that fucking gorilla, man. It's coming for you.
4: (laughs) Six. Okay. Average. Uh, uh, Above average.
3: Okay. So, you get to the hilltop, and there's definitely a clearing, and you notice, even though you critically failed, this you still notice. Um, a circle has been kind of flattened out, hacked out, um, and stones put around it. And there's a small something that was, um, you can't tell if it was just, it doesn't look like logs, but there's something in the circle that was, uh, and you smell, there's a smell, something that was definitely burned here. Uh, but you're not entirely sure what it is. But you're so focused on that, you don't realize that there is something rustling and rushing uh, up behind you. And let's get back over here. Just for giggles, let's...
4: Man, these idiots call this a fire pit? What are they doing here? (laughs) Way too big. See what happens. Not nearly enough wood. Not really going to matter, but
6: let's do that. Whatever they were cooking smells terrible. <laughs> the go.
0: demon. Where's the demon? Oh, nice.
6: Not a
4: demon. It's a mushroom man.
0: Small, there you go. Small demon.
4: It's it's it's
0: exactly. toad.
3: <laughs> exactly. Uh, and let's see what he does. I'm gonna come up to do this. He's just get the drop on you, so he is coming to attack you. And let's see what he does. You, bad, you art. Just... You hear the rules. Yeah, you hear the, uh, the rush. Um, and let's see what this is. Let's see if this is going to work been so long since we've done combat that I'm trying to make sure I do all this right. I think that's going to work. Let's see what I get when I get that. He's got a pike? He does, and somehow he manages to uh, describe how even though this guy has the drop on you, he just manages to miss you with his pike and and not like basically just spit you.
4: Well, it's really quite simple. He, he's aiming for my upper torso and just as he reaches me, I reach down to pick up something that catches my eye on the ground.
1: Nice. Mushrooms.
5: And
4: I,
1: Weirdly I enough, smell
3: something something mildewy? Truffles. It in fact is a mushroom that you picked up, one that you have not seen in the forest before. Um, But your attention to that detail is, in fact, distracted by the whistling of the pike going right over you and kind of the grunt as he kind of charges past you. Uh, You did get a glimpse of him. This is a clearing, and the moon is at least partially up. So it looks like a small. Really old man with a giant red mushroom cap on his head, Um, and he just kind of comes stumbling uh, by you, and you're so startled that you don't really do anything uh, uh, immediately, other than kind of like drop and fall out of the way. Basically, that was his surprise round. Had he hit you, would have been really, really unhappy um so now you're running to regular initiative uh and he is going before you so he kind of recovers and turns and uh he does have a pike Mm
6: -hmm. when he
3: kind of maneuvers so here we'll, we'll make this dramatic so he kind of went move you over here he went kind of rushing by you and now he's turned and, um, he steps back with a pipe, and he tries to jab you again. so let'll see if I'm gonna do any modifiers,
6: I don't think so uh, so oof that
3: see five damage, yes. So remember, you've compared that against your damage threshold. That may not be enough to do any Let's damage wait. to
6: you, I'm not sure. Where's my damage threshold? Let's look. There it is.
3: Six. Oof. You are fortunate. He, again, kind of jabs at you, and... Uh, describe how he fails to cause any meaningful damage to you. Uh, well, he's he he stabs at me, and I I
4: feel the the pike hit me, and and then there's like this this red liquid spilling out of of oh it's my
3: wineskin. Nice. Okay, good job. <laughs> uh, you're up, sir. You have uh you didn't have to spend an action point to parry so again we're back to combat so you've got three action points to spend yes, I do. and at one point in time i made a handout for combat actions so so what do you want to do with oh, you? and you can always great. save points
4: yeah i'm gonna definitely want to save one What do you have
3: as far as gear?
4: I have a knife, a dirk, a bullwhip, and a hunting bow.
6: Okay.
7: You know what? Bullwhip.
4: Okay. Definitely. I'm readying my
3: bullwhip. All right. And what are you going to try to
4: do with the bullwhip? I'm going to try to... Let's see.
6: Do do uh
3: C Rack, do me a favor, roll a 1D3 for me. Yeah, I'm just gonna try hitting him and, and, and entangling him. C Rack is your buddy
4: Jesse. I just want you to Thank you, C Rack. Yeah, so I, I I don't know if it's it's a wild animal or not. Um I don't necessarily want to kill it, so I'm gonna try to Snare it with my my
6: bull whip. Okay. Wrangle it. Yes. Uh, let's see any? Is
7: Check it... your mushroom just...
4: mushroom wrangle skill. Roll next to my my bull whip
3: weapon, or should I? That should do it. Probably should have played around with the combat stuff before uh, we played tonight. But there you go. That's perfect. That was oh, nice. totally good. Uh, and we put all that stuff in there. So he rolled yes. a 16.
6: Uh, I think I'm going immediately... to go for the takedown. Yeah. Uh, just whenever you I
3: actually have to
4: read how this works. No, oh, So hold on. There's takedown or choke hold. Let's see what the difference is. I mean, I essentially just want to immobilize him. Mm-hmm. Try to talk to him. Use my use my mad uh,
3: animal handling skills. Does it happen to mention in the chokehold what he resists with?
4: Fomos resist athletics or be choked, suffer one d ten plus BB peril immediately. Okay, and on your turn when maintained. Uh and then the takedown is make a coordination test or athletics test if you charged. Okay. A foe must resist coordination or be knocked prone. Okay. Um
6: which one? I think can can the NPCs suffer peril? Yes. You know what, let let's let's do a takedown. So that is coordination, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see how he does. Oof. Pretty ah. coordinated the little bugger. Yeah. He failed. I think but you, Art you did get all those.
3: should re-roll this. I'm going to spend it's one of my time. You're welcome. Hey.
0: You're lucky Good he re-roll. didn't re-roll that surprise attack. I thought he yeah. was definitely going to do that.
6: Ooh, <laughs> nice
3: karma. Art Art just wanted me to think. uh so I wanted to re-roll that. That's right. That's, uh, that's an art level roll right there. Yeah, that <laughs> is that is some art in myself. Uh, okay, so he is taken down, he is prone. He is prone, so he's flat on his face on the ground. So what are you doing? Uh, are you gonna uh, save any action points to go into the next round, or, or until you're next up? Just basically, um, just the two of you alternating now. Right. I think. Let's see. I'm gonna.
6: Let's see. Grapple him. It's is probably, there a grapple. It's probably a perilous stunt. I suspect. You've got takedown. Well, take down. Take take down
4: is
0: one of them. Don't forget. To right. Stop resisting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Timely. <laughs>
6: um let's see. Special actions. Uh, it's probably gonna be chokehold to be my guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then
4: attacks gain one D six fury die. For the perilous yeah, it's perilous or perilous That's,
3: sense attacks. Only if it does the damage, which I don't know that chokehold immediately does. Let's see. from us resistive, it suffer 1, d 10, plus barrel, immediately. Uh, yeah, so basically, if you're choking him out, you're basically taking him to an unconscious state. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm choking him out. OK, so make your athletics roll.
6: Athletics. That's where I'm a Viking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where is it? There it is. Oh,
3: nice. So he's got to make an athletics to try to resist that. And I'm going to say that it's going to be harder for him because he's down on the ground. I'm assuming kind of you drop down on top of him. Yeah. And, I
0: okay. mean, Caspar is a... He doesn't a know how to play. take he's... the guard. Right. So
6: Let's see what happens.
0: Some side control going on. Ooh, whoa.
3: Whoa. He does resist. <laughs> so you can't... You cannot get... Uh, you're going to be so unhappy in a moment, Jesse. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you're trying to get a handle. You're trying to get a handle, and you can't quite... You know, get, get it around his neck. And he's like, <laughs>
6: um,
3: as he's fighting with you, he's on his back, you know, scrabbling around, trying to make sure you don't choke him. Did you save any of your action points? I did not. Okay. Uh, so now he is up. He is going to
6: do this. Well, he has to
4: spend two AP to get up.
3: Um true. But I think the thing that I'm gonna have him do, I'm gonna say that he could do even from down. Oh. When you when you see me roll it, I think you'll know why. <laughs> uh, let's
6: do that.
3: Oh come on, Fangs? So, yes. So he's <laughs> He's biting at you and he's terrible <laughs> at biting at you because he managed to <laughs> miss, but Art thinks that he might not have missed. So <laughs> let's go ahead and roll that sucker again my misfortune point. Let's see what Ooh.
7: There, there we, we go. go. Finally. All right.
3: So um I'm gonna say that you can uh, I'm going to let you dodge it because of the situation you're in. MSC um, can dodge it. So you can make a dodge roll and you can add plus 10 to your dodge roll as he's like chomping. I, I, I envision like you're trying to put your hands around his neck and then suddenly mm-hmm. you realize that he's trying to bite your hands and you realize he's got fangs as you do it. So... <laughs> I assume that you are withdrawing your hands in an effort to not be chomped. I think
4: that sounds right. Okay, where is dodge?
3: Uh, it is on your... If you click on your sheets under mm-hmm. talents and trappings, it's basically below your attack. Um, mm. There's a two defenses there it are, is. dodge and parry. So you can add a it will probably ask you for a modifier. You can add the plus 10 there. Boom! Okay. Nice. You, in fact, have successfully dodged. Um, and he's going to basically try to make an athletics test to get away from you at this point. Like, he's trying to bite... And, again, in my mind, he's biting at you, and you've, like, pulled your hand back, like, holy cow! And this, yeah. Yeah, this is his opportunity <laughs> he's going to try to... To try to get out his remaining action points. See what happens. Oh, he fails. Okay, it's back to you. So he's down on the ground, writhing. You're kind of sitting on him, not trying to get bit. What are you going to do instead?
6: Um.
5: You do deal more damage to a prone. Soul. I
4: know. I, I guess I am going to pull my dirk and attack. Okay. So it's one to pull my dirk and one to attack. Mm-hmm. Oh. I she think knows. Art wants me to reroll that. So badly. <laughs> yeah. <give> uh, <laughs> another misfortune. Okay. Uh, I don't think the, they're not on here on this.
3: Yeah, page. they're not on. I didn't bring them over, so I've got oh, Okay, a, so I'm pretty sure I know what they are.
4: Oh, hold on, I rolled that incorrectly. Here, yeah, I'll actually I'm gonna move us back over so I can update where we stand on that stuff. I should have rolled that standard, so my rating is only 44. Mm-hmm.
6: Um, and mm-hmm. I only get the bonus die if I hit, right? So I spent both of those correct. So you can reroll. Yeah. So wait, okay. what does the
4: what does the fury die do?
3: The fury die is added to whatever your your damage stat is. Okay. Usually it's your combat bonus, but some some attacks it's your agility, some attacks it's your brawn. It just kind of depends. Um, and the fury die gets rolled and add to it, and it explodes on a six. So, okay. Uh, so I roll
4: to hit essentially, and then if I hit, I'll roll an extra d6. Correct.
6: Great. Come on, Dirk. Nope,
4: not happening today.
3: Boom! This is just like the most inefficient fight ever. So, mm-hmm. uh, so he back to him. He's gonna again try to. Kind of get away from you. So he's gonna roll athletics. There we go. Finally manages to, uh, you know, kind of slip and slither and slide away from you. Uh, And uh, he's he's rustled into the into the brush. And then you hear the sound of uh, a horn.
6: Hmm.
3: Like like is it's it a coming from hunting him? Hunting horn? He's, yeah, he's blowing oh. no, he's blowing a horn. Uh, oh. And he That's not good. He's rushing off through the brush away from you.
4: Uh, I'm going to start rushing off in the brush away from him. Uh, I'm going to make okay. sure I grab my bull whip. Did yes. he happen to leave his, his pike? He in fact did leave his pike. Oh, I'm taking the pike. Okay. I'm sure for me it's like a just a regular spear.
3: You keeping that strange mushroom you found? Absolutely. Okay. It in my pocket. All right. And of course, Brigida steps away as I'm cutting back to the safe house. So, <laughs> um. Well, she's only good for making drinks, anyway.
0: Maybe may <sighs> turned to stone by that rock.
3: Okay. So yeah, so there you are, uh, Berthold and Brigida, and uh, it's a big thing. You can't tell exactly what's going on. But uh, Bertolt and Brigida suddenly seem kind of shaken.
1: And I think uh, Bertolt's going to like kind of shy away from this rock and like because it feels bad. I'm guessing, right? It feels yes. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to describe. You've never felt this way. Yeah, he's going to be like poor. What you've is never that? felt this way about a rock. <laughs> exactly. He'll he'll just kind of gasp at the professor and like ask him what it is.
3: Well, um, I'm sure you're familiar with the and of course now this I don't actually have the image. If if you I, guys I remember, take... way back when I started teasing this game, um, uh, I had an image like a meteor shower. Image. yes
1: I've, I've, i remember that
3: yeah yes so uh it was a pretty well-known event um and you know some people thought it was you know a prophecy of you know the end times and you know basically you could you could pick your um divine or demonic you know interpretation of what that meant and and apply it uh, so most people know about the event so he starts you know basically he goes into professor mode he doesn't even can't even help himself sure well you know you remember you know this event took place and um, you know what what we've now learned through our our reason and our mind is that this event um, was was not an act of God it was an act of of the universe but it had um, uh, things that for someone, and he unintentionally insults you. That's um, all right.
1: Bertolt's yeah. going to wave his hand. He, he, he's, it's fine. Yeah. He doesn't care.
3: Someone, um, well, I could see how someone like you might might think of it as divine, but um, this, this rock and many like it have been recovered from the areas where this took place. And we're just, we're fascinated that these rocks have properties and and compositions that we've never encountered before, and so we were we were studying them here at the college amongst other places, and and I don't know why this woman uh, she she's clearly not learned it in astronomy or the natural.
1: I'm gonna and I'm gonna put my hand up, like professor, don't you feel that that rock is the opposite of divine? That's why she wants it.
3: And he's he's looking at the rock, and now he's looking at you with kind of a puzzled look on his face.
1: I'm sorry, I, he'll just he'll wave his hand. It's like, yes, Professor, thank you. We uh, this is beauty.
3: This is this is what our science. This is what our reason. Yes. This yes. is why we have it. This is this is why. Let, uh, let me let me. Now he's frustrated me. with Bertolt. Huh. Now he's frustrated with Bertolt. I, I've fine.
0: taken, I've taken advantage of this
1: commotion to make my way over.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> and, and I'll and see, I'll means... see, he's
1: a big new and I'll say, listen, uh, professor, this, uh, my my friend here, we've been through a few things in these past few days. I trust him. Do can he come and see this thing that you have? I'll vouch for him. Certainly, certainly. And you can any, tell, any maybe you can tell. Maybe you can tell Zabignu the things uh, which you know. Perhaps I, I was unable to understand, uh, and okay. perhaps Zabignu can give you his impression of this wonder of science. Because, and in my, and when I say wonder of science, like the revulsion in my face is like, it's like this is this is a very this is. Thank you for telling me about this. This is this is definitely what she's after, but I. Can't stand to be near this thing for very long.
3: Uh, so Zabiknu, uh, he turns and he holds the rock out to you. What are you doing?
0: Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna take it get, in.
5: You got to get some of that corruption too.
3: <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, give it. Bring it. Uh, okay. So you actually touch it?
0: Uh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If he's offering it, I'll pick it up. Yes. all
3: right. Steve. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) So I want you to make a resolve test for me. Nice. Uh, Standard. No modification.
1: Bertolt's eyes get really wide. When Zabigni reaches out to take the rock? Uh, This might be when I die. Okay. I thought you were a paranoid guy.
0: Well, you know, we... Copernicus was two hundred years ago. We don't. Uh, <laughs> we don't shy away. From <laughs> <laughs> the magic what, what
1: the fuck does Copernicus c- have to do with anything? That thing is evil, man. I'm looking for. Oh, I I'll believe that shit too. That's some pure warpstone right space. there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where is this? All right, is this standard or challenging? This standard.
1: Standard. No money. Just don't hold it and snap your fingers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't see a resolve button here.
3: It's a skill. Oh, here we go.
1: Yep, willpower skill.
3: willpower yep, skill. I'm sorry. Oof. Mm,
1: so close. Yes. So let me make sure. We we can't. We don't even have any rerolls left, right? Thanks to right. No, no, he
0: gives them back to us, right? Oh, when yeah, yeah, no, we, we have. have yeah. No, no,
3: no, 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 no. no. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> It's a like a free in,
3: market, but you actually have some left. I'll take it. I'm actually, cause you guys actually had six and, uh, I think it's
0: the party plus some number, right?
3: Yes. It's the party plus one. And I thought art spent two. Yeah. I thought yeah. for and some reason I was
1: thinking three, but I guess. Yeah.
3: yeah I, I'm showing sure you guys and have I spent one. Yeah. yeah. So you want to spend one to reroll that?
1: I I will.
0: Yep. How many have you spent, Rex?
3: I have spent two?
1: Two. Two. Yep. Art, art paid it, art got paid back. So this is now. Yeah. Well he he only had to spend one on art.
2: And the lesson I learned is that there was no impact from my reckless behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Merge, my friend. I haven't <laughs> learned a
7: <of>
2: thing. <laughs> oh
3: we love this rock. Nice.
2: See? <laughs> nice. Fate is beautiful. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, drop so, that down here. Yeah. So still take free corruption. Um, but uh, tell us about the flash vision you have involving St. Casimir as you you touch this rock. Okay.
0: So uh, St. Casimir, uh, I'm going to see St. Casimir in outer space. And he's going to be surrounded by stars. Uh, He's going to be surrounded by uh, mathematical equations that I don't understand, (laughs) but I don't disbelieve in either some kind of uh you know um i'm going to he's gonna he's gonna tell me he's gonna tell me that this is exactly what they're looking for um he's gonna say as a son of poland as a son of the universe as a as my own uh force on planet earth at this time you will personally make sure this stone does not fall into her hands, and uh, you will protect this. Uh, you'll protect this professor with your life. There you go. I'm now bound to this entire ridiculous uh, situation.
3: <laughs> nice, fantastic. Um, let's jump over to Hen. Uh, All right. Paul Van Bologen is. Staring at you with his wolfish smile. Apparently, I needed a refill. Citizen. And he is striding towards you. And his hand is dropped to the hilt of his longer sword. The non-defensive sword. What are you
2: doing? Uh, Just for my own reference, I did I actually get the folks into his drink and he saw me, he like, I created disturbance or did I miss and just dump it on the table in my you efforts? You
3: aren't sure.
2: Okay. Even better. Cool. Um, so yeah. So I say indeed you did, sir. And tempers have gotten a little hot and maybe we all need a drink to calm down and uh, maybe a toast. And so I start to hand him my drink and I start to raise his drink to my lips because it's probably a higher class of brew. Okay. Uh for the
3: give me a a guile roll. All right. Uh, and it's gonna be challenging.
6: Hmm. Okay. Did you make it? Just missed. Oh, so close.
3: You know, you have 40 rolls left.
6: No, 32. <laughs> uh, I, don't... I don't
7: like uh, my odds. It's
3: possible for his with a smile to get even more. What's what you're doing? You've got the two drinks. Which? What are you doing with the drink that was his? Art.
2: Uh yeah sorry okay. um where did I did I cut out or was none of that in?
3: Yeah I I I heard no response to my
2: to okay my <laughs> question. excuse me um yeah so I have his drink I was offering him mine because it was a shitty fermented piss beer and uh I go I look down and I take it up and I go oh good sorry I almost drank your drink and I apologize and hand it to him while I retract my own. I don't know. So what now that... you're
3: holding out his?
2: Yeah, so I'm offering him back his drink, uh sheepishly and uh and kind of looking a little humiliated and beaten.
3: Right. Uh so he just laughs and and takes the drink that you uh his drink that you've handed to him. And he, he turns the crowd, A toast a toast for this fine citizen. At least there's one man in this room with a spine. And then he pours the drink out over your head and starts laughing uproariously.
6: All right. Uh uh, let me think really quickly.
2: So <laughs> So I sort of like, you know, sort of flick the, the drink off my forehead, the stuff that's coming down into my eyes. And, uh, and kind of go, okay, yep. You got me. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's how I start. Is, is he turning his back to me at all or?
3: He's creamy. So he's kind of looking around, you know, he's not turned completely away from you. Um, but he's kind of looking around the room and he's laughing and and you know there's you know some nervous laughter uh the people closer are the ones that mostly have the nervous laughter it's pretty quiet everywhere yeah. else in uh the establishment so yeah he's clearly the only person who's actually found this to be amusing everywhere right. else is pretty much like what a freaking
2: douchebag <laughs> Maybe Uh, the whole bar would kill him if you started killing him. So, with that, I say, sir, that was done with truly the courage of someone who sells his own people to the Spanish. Loud enough for the whole bar to hear.
3: And we fade to black. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. <laughs> well, because if we went anywhere else with that, then uh, I'm just uh, afraid that I would not go to bed. So um, <laughs> you didn't kill anybody, not I yet. Didn't. Yeah, I. I, uh, I might kill Tried. the very first scene of the next.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, scene, yeah. No, it could be close. Yes. Well, we, we, we reset all the re-rolls. I'm figuring art's going to be burning that shit like there's no art.
5: <laughs> <laughs> or Jesse is right.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: so let's do our end of
3: session. Uh, I'm going to roll a D10 and compare it against your corruption. Uh, Hen and Casper, I don't think, got any corruption this session, did they? No. no Everybody just- at the safe
5: house. Ironically, look <laughs> <laughs> the safe house for the people who got to look. Safe
4: house. Every time
3: <laughs> I use the word safe house, I do put it in quotation marks. So, uh, and look <clears throat> at that! I rolled a seven, so everybody gains one order rank. Uh, and everybody, yeah. You're, you're, you're
1: up zero, and seven's greater than zero. If you had rolled a two, you would have gained an order rank, and the, all of us would get a three in corruption. Ah, uh, got it, got it, got it.
3: Yeah. So at the end of every session, you're either going to gain an order rank, or you're going to gain a corruption rank. Or if you go really deep in corruption, you could get potentially multiple corruption ranks. So um, should should I have gained an order
5: rank two sessions ago? The only session that I played before this, one? because <laughs> I, I had no order ranks, I realized. So maybe I. Didn't realize what uh, I was supposed to do, or maybe we
1: yeah. didn't get one. No, I, it may have been. It was probably Rex's fault. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was, uh, no, not, no problem. I was, was fu- right. I
5: was fully willing to blame myself, and I'll just point out that Duck immediately blamed Rex.
3: So
1: just, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but also, also accurately, immediately and uh, accurately <laughs> blamed Rex. Correct. <laughs> um.
3: Yeah. So give yourself one for uh, that prior session as well. Basically, order ranks. When you get ten of them, you acquire another. Fake point. Fake points are like the big. No, I'm not going to die. Or no, I'm not going to play the rest of the game with one arm cut off. Um, so here's a fake point, GM, and do that thing. Oh, you better hurry, Rex. We're halfway there. Yeah. free free sub after I buy ten, right? So exactly. Nice. Um, and then if you get ten chaos ranks, then you get some type of mutation or disorder. So. Um. So that's that. Uh, everybody, give yourself one hundred reward points,
4: or just rank something up,
3: or it, track the points for me though, because it, it's good to go back later. Um, and
1: so, where, know what that uh, is. where, where is everybody else? Uh, I'm thinking I'm at fourteen hundred. This,
0: yeah. this right now is fifteen hundred, but one hundred. I on thought, the thought I missed profession them. Well, 100 of them bought a, our first profession.
3: Yeah, so you started a game with 1,000. Yeah. And the first 100 are to buy the trait associated with your profession. And then you spent 900 on your starting skills, bonuses,
1: and talents. Yeah, our totals should be the same, though. Oh, oh. so our totals should be 1,500.
2: Our
0: 1,500, but we should only mark 14 circles.
2: Ooh. Right. I haven't Correct. marked a couple of circles.
3: Yeah. And technically art has uh, 50 more than you guys. Cause I gave them a bonus. Right. So,
5: so, so my, my total would be 1500 and my current would be 200 for two sessions. I assume that the first session, again, I, it you was blank. So.
1: Yeah, you should have yeah.
3: T- Technically okay. you would not have gotten the reward points for the sessions you weren't in. So technically you would be lower, but I
5: take think- what, well, I'd be I'd be two hundred for two set two sessions is what I played so yeah, that's correct. what your I your total had, would so. be twelve
1: hundred and you would have two hundred to spend is what I think correct. you're at.
5: Okay, I, I was thinking the total would be
1: no. I, because I, yeah, so I was we all started at a thousand. You've been in two sessions, so you're we've okay. gotten a hundred every session.
5: Yeah, I'd forgotten what Rex gave me at the start yeah. to See, spend. It's so a
1: yeah. it's a thousand. Okay, plus the yeah. hundred you have to spend on your profession comes out of that thousand. So you
5: had okay. nine so 1200 total and 200 current
0: okay
1: right yeah rex what does what does a
0: advance actually do for the role so if i have if i just give myself basically plus 10 yeah
4: oh so for a
0: willpower bonus
4: no for for the willpower bonus what it does is it increases your bonus by one
3: so go to your character sheet so uh
0: so, so right you're... now so before I spend anything I have no willpower bonus. So I do that I take a resolve test. Right. And I'm rolling on a 52 rating but then I give myself a willpower bonus
1: and I roll the same resolve test. You can um, you can also spend it on improving your resolve skill, right? If you want no, to. No, I already did that I think. No. You cannot? Oh, you can only spend No, another. you have to
4: you have to well, it, I you get a set menu
0: of things you can upgrade. Yeah, but I there already are... I already did that on mine. I, I can update the resolve, and I already did.
1: Oh, I see. Yep. I yep.
3: see. It, uh, one thing I'm noticing, uh, C-Rack, is you've got some minus ones um, in the, like, That's so look at what Ancestry powers. bonus? Yeah, I have some uh, minus ones, too. Could yep. be could be yeah i I do too
0: yeah, okay. but the, I don't think that's i i think that's just affecting the bonus that's above it, right
3: it yeah. is i believe yes yep yep uh, yeah, so every uh attribute you know there's the raw number you know, so for a big new, your agility is forty, and then uh normally that would give you a four willpower bonus. And there are certain things in the game they're going to check where the willpower bonus, you know, is a modifier. It gets added to something, you know, whatever it might be. Okay. Um, uh, and so by when you click those radio buttons to advance, that adds one. Yeah, I to do that see a bonus, it
0: bonus. Right. but I, I don't see where the bonus comes in where I roll. Right, and I'd
3: have to go back and look. Like, the ones that are obvious are, um, like, in combat. Yeah, it looks like combat
0: bonus does some damage.
3: Yeah, but combat bonus is your base damage, basically. And brawn bonus is um, damage for things like, you know, unarmed combat, and there's a couple other things, and your agility bonus. uh, There are some weapons that use agility bonus as opposed to combat bonus. There are other things that are derived off that. I just—it's been too long since I have yeah. crawled through the rulebook to remember how those help you. So, awesome. so that may not necessarily be the best use of a. Oh,
0: threat peril threshold is willpower bonus plus three. There you go. That sounds See? very useful. Yes. Oh, we'll, so. we're doing that. Okay.
3: Yeah, so uh, it was interesting, a little bit of prep I did today, for some reason, I was like, I actually don't mind Zweihander today. So I'm not sure what's happening, whether it's, uh, you know, it's been long. Probably work. because
1: I pointed out that collector's edition, you're shying away from it. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> be. Good. FOMO. So I, I've um, already, I've reached uh, out to the guy in uh, wherever it is. I, it's Euros, though. It can't be in, maybe he's in Ireland. I don't know. Uh, I'm like, hey, are uh, you going to send any of these to Exalted Funeral? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, I'd buy one. <laughs> yeah. Consider it. Yeah.
3: But I, I think he's only doing...
1: 200 like, copies, yeah.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, 200 copies, yeah. So, I, I mean, maybe Exalted Funeral would be in taking four or five, I'm not sure.
1: He said so, yeah, maybe 20-ish. Uh, depends on how they sell. So if they all sell out, then yeah. Then yeah. Sure.
3: So have you... So I can't remember if I shared the PDF.
1: Uh, yeah, I have. It. I've got it. Uh, yep, you did. Sure. So,
3: I mean, looking through that, I'm just not sure it's nice enough in my mind to have a printed copy of that. Um, yeah, so,
1: but it's you know it. printed and bound in pleather.
3: I got it. I <laughs> I, I, it. I totally understand that. But uh,
1: limited, edition? limited edition. Limited <laughs> edition.
3: So. I still—I yeah. uh, I
1: didn't actually buy it, just to be fair. So there you go. Right.
3: Um, I still worry about—is combat going to take too long? Because uh, I felt like when that combat was going on with Jesse, the rest of y'all were just kind of like, "I wonder what's going on on rockets. Uh, or it, you know, it did not I feel. Did my taxes.
5: It didn't feel any longer than any other combat system we have played. To be it, honest, it, I mean, it's yeah. It's Z100 like combat system. So well, and with terminated.
4: with with two with two characters, it went quite quickly. Right.
0: I, I took a personal resolve test when Rex just said taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I worked. I worked my taxes today.
1: Yeah,
5: <laughs> just did ours this weekend. We're
1: all good. Oh yeah, When and by doing mine, I just have to put all the forms in an envelope.
5: <laughs> with envelopes,
1: what? Mine.
5: No, it's all digital, man.
0: Nobody, nobody I did any work for sent me any paperwork.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what a <laughs> nice. No, that means you don't have to declare anything, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. yeah.
3: Great. Something like that.
1: I have uh, so
0: many problems. The last one I need is them. Yeah,
1: yep. yeah. No, I, it's, yeah, that's More why. Money yeah, you don't want, you don't yeah. want that problem.
3: Well, all right, boys. Uh, I feel like we had a pretty good session. Uh, you know. I feel like the safe house guys maybe got chipped a little bit so they didn't get to do as much cool stuff.
1: I, no, I I, I I thought the conversation I I shut Zabignu out, which was great. Um, yeah my
5: my only my only thought was having Brigida make a like a folklore role or something to maybe figure out what the fuck the guy was talking about. You know, to, her folklore is strong, so okay. I, that's the only thing I I was thinking of while that was going on, but.
2: No, I was I was
5: playing catch-up already, so I was happy to just kind of listen and, and <laughs> kind of get reacquainted with everything, with everything, so I'm good.
3: Yeah, and I'm still trying to, to find a hook to really drag Ricky to into uh, the story, and I haven't quite found it yet. So.
5: She is like the audience, basically, like, <laughs> along for the ride, and so, yeah, what happens? So you, you can look at it that way, and I'm totally fine playing that role of of, you know, being, being the person that's, that's asking questions, you know, like, oh, what's, what about this? What about that? Or, you know, that you, so you know, you can use her as a narrative prop if you need to, just, just look at it that way.
3: All right. Well, it sounds like everybody's uh, still having fun. So that's good. For uh, sure. And yep. I, no, I think we don't have another scheduled session, do we?
1: I don't think so.
3: Yeah, I think. I don't think is. So either. Um, So I will do a doodle sometime in the next few days. Um, It's probably going to be earliest will be sometime in April. And I'm probably just going to throw a few dates out with the hopes that, you know, if we could do one session a month right now, that's good for me.
1: Um, We're going to throw a few dates out, (laughs) right? (laughs) We Uh, duck somehow what like missed a week. Right.
3: Um, it, you know, the, I went over on the Zweihander discord and that's where I found that there's a guy working on a foundry sheet and he put it like a teaser picture up and his character sheet looks a lot nicer than what we're using right now. So uh, if we get in foundry, then I'm really going to be able to do some atmospheric stuff It uh, might yeah. make it a little bit nicer. So, uh, so we'll see. But if we just stay with Roll20 and my crappy hand-drawn map,
1: uh, we'll stay on Sounds beautiful. I got 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 no complaints with the
2: map. I I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Okay. And actually, Uh, the character sheets in Roll20 aren't, like, I kind of understand them, so they're not.
2: to that end, can I ask a quick question? I don't mean to drag this out. Like, on the character sheets, say, like, you have the combat skill, and then you have that, like, for me, it's, I have a 45 combat skill, then my combat bonus is 6 you know and then i you know the advanced buttons you know blah 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 what is that combat bonus six where does that come in on the rolls yeah so that's so a what, damage thing yeah it's a damn damage, damage thing, so thing when you,
3: okay when you make your roll if you hover over the damage number got you'll it see uh what your cv value is plus the roll of a d6 that d6 is called the fury die okay if it if it happened to come up a six um it doesn't automatically roll the additional D6 for you, but you'd be entitled to roll an additional D6. If that happened to come up a 6, then you'd roll another, and that all becomes your damage. Get, got it. Okay, cool. Appreciate so, that. Uh, and again, there are certain weapons and or types of attacks that don't use combat bonus, like when the creature was trying to bite Jesse, it was using its bronze bonus instead. Um, so it, it, it missed, but had it Connected, he would have been pretty unhappy with that nine points damage. So right, okay. Uh,
7: alright voice.
2: All right, guys. Hey, have thank day. you very How much. much. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I'll definitely anticipate that nine thirties could be my start. time. Uh, <laughs> forward. Kind of it. Yep. Yep. Uh, Duck, you gonna do the recording yeah. favors. Yeah. Good man, nice. <laughs> you you uh, that technical thing. stuff,
1: Duck? Thanks. One thing uh, I do tend to forget these, so I think I'll remember this one. But just FYI, like if you're if you don't see me like emailing you about it, like hey, did you remember to do this? It's fine. I don't mind you bug. I mean, I'll give you shit about it, but you can still bug. Sure. <laughs> reserve the rights. Yeah. Always reserve the rights. <laughs> I, I did my I did my first necklace RPG.
0: Uh, Earlier in the week, I had Spirit oh, 77. Oh,
2: so good.
1: And you even did PBTA. so good. Little birdie got his wings and did PBTA without me. That's
2: nice. awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nobody, and it, uh, it's it was. Possible.
0: No one will ever hear it. Uh,
5: <laughs> um, oh my God. Everyone needs to hear it. it it's it, well, first of all, anything, anything you have Hollywood Mike in, as we learned last night, yeah. you so, need. You need to fucking Spoiler have alert
1: it. for Curse of Strahd, uh, Hollywood Mike, uh, on the mic, singing some songs. Re- well, recorded, recorded <laughs> some recorded, shit. Recorded Cause, mixed. Because yeah. there was, yeah, mixed backup singers, uh, yeah. audio. Well, Hollywood being Hollywood. Fucking it, that guy, fuck that guy. Fucking production. Yeah, he's uh, makes everyone look bad. <laughs> <he> makes, like, <laughs> everyone look bad. Yeah. But yeah. Right, he, Browning, he had a dwarven bar singing in a tavern, and, and the guy had a mixed <laughs> <great> ensemble. <laughs> I'm going to run and get, get to sleep. You guys are
3: good. Oh, Sweet. So uh, Have a good run. Good night, guys. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Good night. Good night, guys.